0: The market sells off on inflation worries. How were NVIDIA earnings and is Lululemon a buy? This is the Running With The Money podcast. Let's get into it. And my, oh my, the markets have been volatile the last few days. A lot has occurred between the last episode and today, and we're going to dig into all of the news, but currently the Dow Jones down roughly a percent, down 339 points. The NASDAQ up 150 points, S&P flat up just 0.05%, Russ 2K flat up just 0.12%, and the VIX, down 6% after a 20% jump yesterday. So what is going on with the markets? What is happening in the stock market? My oh my, a whole bunch of crazy stuff. Well, the first thing you need to know is inflation. Inflation is a major worry um, amongst all investors, given that bond yields are rising, rates are rising, um, and that is a worry to investors. Now, typically there's two things that drive these up, or at least that investors pay attention to when these go up, and that is whether they're being pushed to the upside by an economic recovery that's very strong or economic growth that's very strong or by inflation. And inflation is a major worry, um, especially since the Fed hasn't really said much on it. They almost tried to say it's not a big issue and then said, well, but we're paying attention to it a lot. Um, So it is kind of a worry for investors. Uh, A lot of investors, just typical retail investors, are worried about it. I'm worried about it. And some big time investors are worried about it, such as Dan Niles and a few other major investors that we talked about last on the show. Now, what is going to happen? Uh, What's the future of the market looking like? Well, it's, it's hard to tell. We're going to get into it all in this episode. But the first thing we have to do is get to the biggest analyst calls of the day. And there wasn't really much. You know, we got a solid upgrade on L Brands, a downgrade on Best Buy. Um, but I'd say the biggest one of the day was the Twitter price target upgrade to 112 bucks per share. I remember when Twitter's future um, just you know, I would say just in the past 12 months was like, I don't know, maybe, maybe they're not going to come back. And now the stock is all the way up at 78 bucks per share. Absolutely insane. Good to see there. Um, And they announced a bunch of stuff yesterday that they were going to be adding to the platform. So I'm very excited to see what happens to the Twitter platform, but that's about it. Um, When it comes to analyst calls, COVID-19 numbers are continuing to decline, which is excellent news, people. This is very good. Vaccine getting distributed at crazy um, you know levels very good news record level uh, distribution and not only that but numbers are collapsing which this is very good and very supporting of the economic reopening plays and some of them are down today Boeing's down 4 points yes i know um one of the 777s another one had an issue overnight i'm not too worried about that um in all likelihood i have yet to get the full details on it the plane um you know it was likely quite old and it was likely not maintained by. Boeing, and the engines aren't manufactured by Boeing, um, so I'd like to know what the issue was. If it was the engine, and the aircraft is as old as I believe it to be, um, I'm not worried whatsoever. It wasn't really Boeing's fault in that case. Um, I think Boeing has a bright future. They are definitely an underdog play, um, and I just want to make sure you know that. Honeywell, um, I'm just going through the f- few industrials I have in my holdings, the few reopening plays. I see banks down. I see industrials down. Honeywell's another one I have in my portfolio. I like it. It's down today, um, and if Honeywell's down and All likelihood, the rest of them are down. And, yes, uh, we see a 3M down. DePonts, an excellent name. That is uh, up a percent – Today, I think you can buy it. Uh, General, Election, uh, General Electric is actually down today, uh, roughly a percent. I think you can buy General Electric. I think this stock moves higher over the long term. Um, but we're not here about you know to talk about industrial stocks or reopening plays. We are here to talk about the overall market and what's going on. So the market has been extremely volatile the past few days. Yesterday, yesterday we saw a huge continuation of a massive sell off in the markets. So at least. Ma- I say massive. It wasn't really that big whatsoever. We take a look at the markets right now, and this is I'm just saying this so you guys don't flip out. Um, the Dow Jones in the past five days is only down 1.52%. That's nothing. Um, the S&P 500 is only down 2.15% in the last five days. The hardest hit index is really the technology index or the NASDAQ. I call it the technology index because it's so heavily weighted towards technology. Um, but, you know, it's down 4 0.71% in the last five days. That's not bad, folks. That's uh, I wouldn't even call that a correction. I'd call that some, a few sell-side days in a row. Um, I wouldn't call that a full correction yet. Um, typically, I like corrections because you get great deals. I don't believe you've gotten those yet. I think there could potentially be much more downside. I think we're seeing it on the Dow. I think the Nasdaq is just taking a little breather from downside prior to more downside. Um, simply because tech valuations are still extremely high, and I think there's a lot more downside left, especially with um, you know, the ten-year uh, today is still holding up quite well. The U.S. ten-year bond yield, um, the ten the bond ten years holding up quite well. And you know, I I look at the rates and I look at yield and they are still holding up quite well. They're not falling back to previous levels. Um, So I do believe that those continue to push higher. Inflation is a major worry for me. And that is why um, I have been encouraging you and I have been shifting my own personal portfolios over to more investor friendly names, um, but keeping some of those great tech names in there because I still do believe technology is the future. I still do believe that semiconductors are the future. I think Apple is going to continue to grow. Um, I'm not saying get rid of tech. I'm not saying don't buy growth. I'm saying buy the opportunities in both growth and and inflation-friendly names because I think you're going to want both in the future. Now, um, if we take a look at the broader market's volatility, what I see is, you know, as I've noted, a lot of inflation worry. Um, And a lot of people are buying inflation-friendly names right now. So they're buying industrials. They're buying the big banks. Um, They are buying names that do well when rates rise. Um, And actually, Credit Suisse, uh, according to CNBC, dropped a list of names um, that will do well under rising bond yields, and that includes... Um, on their list, I'll read you a few of them. JP Morgan, Bank of America, Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, Delta Airlines. I mean, there are quite a bit of names, um, solid names, that are actually not at you know bad valuations that are going to do well as rising bond yields increase and also as inflation worries come in. Um, so I really don't think you need to be super worried here. No huge market crash coming, in my opinion. I think um, just a few more sell-side days wouldn't be out of the ordinary when it comes to the market. And when it comes to what you want to buy in that market, I really do think you want to buy inflation. Heavy uh, Inflation-friendly names. And then on top of that, um, buy up those big opportunities in technology. I think Square is a huge opportunity right now. PayPal as well, both way off the highs. Um, Taking a look at the chart of all the names, I think Disney is going to be a huge winner. That's not technology, but it's an excellent name. Salesforce back down to levels that we have not seen in the past few weeks. I like it. Salesforce killed it on earnings, um, and they're back down to 220 per share. They're down 11 points today. I think you can buy Salesforce here. I think it's safe, Um, and I think they're going to have a remarkable 20 2021. If we take a look more at tech Shopify, if uh, we get a down day in that, say Monday, I think it's going to be an excellent pickup. It's currently at 1281, far off the highs of 1474. I think if that comes down to the support level, it looks like it has a support level right within a range between uh, 1200 down to, I would say, uh, uh, I would say, a thousand, 1100 flat. Um, I think you can pick it up in that range. It'll probably bounce around right in that range between 1200 and 1100 uh, points. And I think you can pick it up there. I think the be a solid price to get Shopify, Amazon. I can't believe people are selling Amazon. My goodness gracious, selling Amazon at these prices! I took a look at Amazon yesterday, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" I'm like, I, I want to be buying Amazon hand over fist right now. Amazon is going to have a fantastic, I would say, next ten years. E-commerce, um, e-commerce penetra- uh, penetration. When we take a look at how much of the retail, um, U.S. retail uh, revenues are digital or e com um, it's not many. It's like twenty one percent. Um. And, you know, Amazon definitely has, they're included in that 21% and they have a lot of room to grow. So I definitely do think that Amazon is going to continue to grow in the future. Um, and I am not, you know, I I am not discouraged because Jeff Bezos left the CEO position. The guy filling his spot is excellent. Um, And I do believe Amazon is a buy here under 3,100 bucks. Um, Buy it, buy Amazon. Uh, please buy Amazon. Excellent name at, you know, a, a reasonable price, uh, you know, in comparison to where it's been. Now, Uh, we're done talking about what to buy, uh, in, you know, for now, but we have to get into some individual names. We always get in the individual names, as you know, but we have two today. We have NVIDIA and Lululemon. Wow, those are two different names. So first, we're going to start with an NVIDIA because it's a tech name and, you know, tech's been selling off. So I figured you'd be more interested in that. And then we're going to get in to Lululemon, an apparel company that honestly um, is very impressive, but their stock has not been too impressive of late, and maybe there's an opportunity. So starting with NVIDIA, we all know what NVIDIA does, but if you don't, I'll explain it. NVIDIA is a leading semiconductor and semiconductor equipment company that focuses mainly on GPUs, artificial intelligence, and processors. Breaking down NVIDIA stock price according to Treffis at Treffis Data. 87.95% of the stock price is based on their GPU segments. GPUs are huge. Um, graphics cards are huge. In fact, they're pretty much in every single computer you see today. Um, and NVIDIA is one of the top dogs when it comes to graphics cards. They're pretty much in every single PC you see. Um, they're pretty much, you know, all over the place. And, you know, it's their main business. It's their bread and butter. And they definitely turn out some excellent products. Now, uh, furthermore, 11.14% of NVIDIA stock price is Based on Tegra processor segment, and 0.91% is based on the cash and net of debt. Um, so really, it is all GPU, and uh, a lot of people are focused on that. So they just actually released a whole line of new GPUs providing ray tracing technology, which is relatively new, um, and the demand is outrageous. You cannot find one of their products. At all. They're all sold out. And to me, that's an excellent sign. If you're sold out worldwide, my oh my, you better be. That's impressive. That is just impressive. But um, in recent news, NVIDIA announced the acquisition of Uh, Arm, another uh, semiconductor company uh, for $40 billion, which if approved would turn NVIDIA into an even bigger semiconductor monster and would likely dominate the space for years to come. Now, this acquisition is up in the air because it has to be approved by a ton of people, EU regulators, US regulators, a ton. And whether this actually gets done is up in the air. I believe it does. They got their last major acquisition done and I believe they can do it again. But you know, We'll see. I believe the company is, you know, perfectly fine with with or without the acquisition. But the acquisition would make it an absolute monster in the semiconductor space, a leader for years and years to come. Now, I'd also like to note here, GPUs are used for mining um, cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, Ethereum, all of them. Um, and I actually, you know, there's been a lot of news around Nvidia and cryptocurrencies, and I do not think Nvidia is, you know, being the price hasn't been driven up because of cryptocurrency. It's been driven up because they're turning out fantastic products that have seen remarkable demand. And, you know, they're used for much more than crypto mining. But um, if you want a, you know, an out there crypto play, I would say, you know, not a crypto play, but if you want an investment in the crypto and semiconductors, I think this is an excellent one to pick up um, because they do dabble in the cryptocurrency space because their GPUs are actually very useful for crypto. And they actually just a few days ago, um, released that they are going to be making special products for crypto mining. So I am very excited to see what comes out there. Now, digging into the most recent numbers, they just reported earnings just a uh, few days ago. NVIDIA beat Q4 expectations with an EPS of $3.10, much better than the analyst consensus estimate of $2.81. Now, on a year-over-year basis, that's a 64.02% increase in EPS. Amazing numbers. Now, revenues also improved uh, with revenues just for the fourth quarter totaling $5 billion and that represents a 61% year over year increase um, in revenues alone. Now, it is also important to note that uh, on a full year basis, because this was Q4, so we also got the full year results, revenues increased 53% to $16.68 billion. Um, Operating income improved as well in the quarter, increasing 52% on a year-over-year basis to $1.507 billion, uh, while net income totaled $1.457 billion in Q4, representing a 53% jump on a year-over-year basis. Now, on the downside there are always downsides on earnings reports and you should note that you know just because there's one negative or two negatives out of a whole entire earnings report doesn't mean you give up on the company. I'm um, taking a look on the downside. Yeah, gross margin dropped by 180 basis points. Um so in essence Uh, It dropped to 63.1% from 64.9%. You know, not a huge drop, but you know, it's definitely a negative. Now, as for expenses, um, operating expenses totaled $1.650 billion, representing a 61% increase on a year-over-year basis. And we all know uh, increases in operating expenses are expected, especially when you turn out a 61% increase in revenues and a 64% increase on EPS. That is definitely expected. It takes money um, to make money, as we all know, so they're spending more to make more than That's just how it works, people. Now, uh, briefly taking a look at the full year, once again, operating income for full year 2021 increased by 59%, totaling $4.532 billion, um, while net income increased by 55% to $4.332 billion on the full year. So excellent numbers there. Now, overall management was upbeat. Um, In fact, they noted, quote, uh, our pioneering work in accelerated computing has led to gaming becoming the world's fastest, most popular entertainment to supercomputer being democratized for all researchers into AI emerging as the most powerful, as the most important force in technology. Um, So in essence, you know, NVIDIA is leading the way in a broad group of technology fields that, you know, are just going to be huge in the future. Um, And I believe NVIDIA is a sound investment still. Now, As for guidance, that was also strong, solid guidance as well out of NVIDIA with management expecting Q1 2022 revenues around $5.30 billion and for gross margin, the land between 63.8% to 66%. So they get that gross margin back in line as well. I love guidance. Now, as for the balance sheet, total debt $6.961 billion, total liabilities $11.547 billion, but total assets $26.881 $26.881 billion and a cash short-term investments level of $10.139 billion. I love it. Well-balanced balance sheet. Now, on evaluation basis, yeah, it trades at a premium. Most technology stocks, most semiconductor stocks, pretty much every stock in the market is trading at a premium right now. So, you know, take this with a grain of salt, but it is trading at a price to earnings of 86.98 times, a forward price to earnings of 45.52 times, not bad, a price to sales of 22.15 times, a price to book just around 21 times and a price to cash flow around 50 times. So not bad on valuation compared to a few others that have like 1,500 time valuations. Um, So, you know, I like NVIDIA here. I definitely do like NVIDIA. Now, management has been quite effective with a return on equity of 29.78%, a return on assets of 18.79% in my oh my, a return on invested capital of 21.45%. So management has done an excellent job. The balance sheet is well-balanced. Earnings are solid. They're in growing markets. And not only that, but they are, you know, selling out. They are sold out of product because they have so much demand for their products. I love it. Now, given the numbers, to analysts are bullish with a mean price target of $649.20 per share, representing an 18% gain. Um, And then on top of that, uh, the high price target is an eight hundred dollar per share target, um, representing a forty five point four one percent gain. While the low price target is five hundred bucks per share, representing roughly a nine percent loss. So not bad numbers there. Overall, the analysts are bullish, and the big money is quite involved as well. With sixty six point zero four percent of Nvidia being owned by institutions, and the top holders are the usual folks: people, the big money, fidelity management and research, the Vanguard Group, and BlackRock Institutional Trust. Um, so I am very excited about Nvidia. And you know, in short, um, Nvidia is a strong company it continues to have growing revenues at an accelerated pace um it it continues to expand into booming industries such as the video game industry and it's seeing strong demand from the consumer consistently so i definitely do like nvidia for the future and beyond now Shifting in, shifting out of technology, and shifting into another um, name in a completely different industry, and that is Lululemon athletic apparel. Um, taking Nike head on. No, I'm joking. They aren't really, but Lululemon. I really actually do like this company. I do. Their products are premium. Their demand is insane, and not only that, but you know, it's an awesome company. Online e-commerce um platform. You know, they do a lot of e-com business, and you'll see that when we go through it. So Lululemon Athletica. Ticker symbol Lulu, or L-U-L-U, is a major designer and manufacturer of athletic apparel and accessories. Now, breaking down the stock price, um, according to the Trefis data, if you haven't checked out Trefis data, quick note, go check it out. Trefis, T-R-E-F-I-S, I believe it's trefis.com or at Trefis on Twitter. Excellent um, data. They produced breakdowns uh, of company data like never before. It gives you so many insights into companies. It's an excellent resource as an investor or trader. Now, 70.6% of Lululemon um, the, of the stock price is based on the direct consumer segment, um, and then on top of that, 28 percent of the stock price is based on the retail store segment and 0.4 percent on their wholesale franchise and other segments and one percent based on cash. So not bad. Quite a diverse stock price breakdown there. Now, throughout the pandemic, Lululemon has been forced into e-commerce at a much larger scale and management has done an excellent job um, leading the company to significant growth, even though there's a pandemic going on and even though they had to shut down the majority of the retail stores, um, they've done an excellent job continuing to grow the company on their online presence. And I love it. Uh, while Lululemon has continued to produce solid numbers, though, the stock has been a continual loser in recent months, falling from highs of $399 a share all in September, all the way down to its current price of just over $300 per share. Not a big fan of that. Now, digging in the most recent quarter, Lululemon delivered a Q3B with an EPS of $1.16, much better than the analyst EPS consensus estimate of $0.88. Cents. Now, on a year-over-year basis, EPS improved 20.83%. Not bad. Um, and then revenues for the quarter were also up up strong, up 22% year over year to a solid $1.1 billion. It is also important to note that out of the entirety of revenues, out of net revenues, 42.8% of revenues um, were direct to consumer online revenues. Um, much more than the same time, 2019 level of 26.9%. So I love it. So nearly half of the revenues are all through direct to consumer. Excellent stuff there. Now taking... Um, taking on revenues by segment net revenues increased 19% in North America 45% internationally direct to consumer revenues increased 94% online revenues up 94%. And then, at the same time, comparable store sales, of course, declined 17%. That's not unusual. In a pandemic, they probably had to close some stores. Not bad. Now, uh, gross profit was strong as well, increasing 24% throughout the quarter to $627.4 million and bringing gross margin to 56.1%, which is a 100 basis point increase in gross margin. So excellent numbers across the board so far in earnings. Now, as for income, Lululemon reported an income from operations level of $204.9 million, representing a 17% increase in in uh, operating income, and then on top of that, on a year-over-year basis, um, operating margin, uh, unfortunately, declined, dropping 90 points to 18.3%. Uh, I'm not real discouraged by that. Um, I think they definitely had some challenges throughout the COVID-19 pandemic, and I'm sure management um, for this company, management is excellent, by the way. This management team has grown this company excellently um, and is definitely doing a great job, so I have trust in this company. So I I feel like they'll get that uh, gross you know, that, you know, uh, the... Operating margin issues fixed. Um, But... Rounding out the quarter, Lululemon opened nine new stores throughout the quarter, bringing their total stores to 515. Now, is this seen as a positive a negative? I think it's seen as a net positive. They're continuing to um, expand not only their online, but they're also expanding their retail. And I love it. Um, and I think that is key to an apparel brand, especially like Lululemon. It's very similar to Nike. Um, they're always opening up new locations on top of expanding their online segments at an exponential rate. And that's exactly what I, you know, you want to see. Um, and... Lululemon brand is taking over. I tell you, their stuff is premium and people love it. Um, And I think, you know, those are the ingredients for a great company. Now, uh, management was upbeat about the quarter. Quote, uh, our third quarter results demonstrate the strength of Lululemon across channels and markets, both in North America and around the world, CEO Calvin McDonald said. Now, when it comes to guidance, management actually just updated guidance a few weeks ago. And they noted, quote, for our for the fourth quarter of fiscal 2020 compared to the fourth quarter of fiscal 2019, the company now expects the growth rate in net revenues to be at a high, at the high end of its mid to high teens expectation. The company also expects the growth rate in adjusted diluted earnings per share to be at the high end of its mid single digits expectations, McDonald said. So, in short, um, they are expecting good numbers uh, for the next quarter. They are expecting good numbers for full year 2020, and I'm excited to see uh, what the results are. Now, shifting into the balance sheet, the numbers are very strong with total debt of zero. They don't have any debt on the balance sheet? Total liabilities: one point four six five billion dollars. Total assets of three point six two eight billion dollars. And a, shal- a solid cash at short-term investments level of four hundred eighty-two million bucks. Now, uh, on a valuation basis, it does trade at a premium, very similar to Nvidia, with a price-to-earnings of seventy-two point eight seven, a forward price-to-earnings of forty-five point eight one, a price-to-sales just around ten times, price-to-book just around eighteen times, and a price-to-cash flow around fifty-two point three zero times. Not bad. Uh, management has done a solid job as well, with a return on equity of 29.23%, a return on assets of 17.19%, and a return on invested capital of 21.52%, so solid numbers there as well. Now, it is also important to note that the high price target is 500 bucks per share, representing a 61% gain. The low price target is 275 bucks per share, representing a negative 11% loss, and the mean uh, price target is 416 bucks a share. That's, you know, a 34% gain, so solid numbers there. The big money is very involved on this one, with 87.86% of Lululemon being owned by Institutions and top holders include Fidelity Management and Research, the Vanguard Group, and T. Rowe Price Associates. So, overall, I love Lululemon. I think it's a solid brand. They see continual growth in revenues. Not only that, but they are having increased demand, especially throughout the pandemic. A lot of people are working out at home and they're seeking out solid workout gear. Um, and, you know, Lululemon is a great place to go for this. Um, I see the brand becoming more and more popular. It's growing. Their online presence is expanding at exponential rates. And I really like to see a growing online platform. So that is excellent. So I do have trust in this company and I think it's a solid long-term investment. Now shifting into the watch list to round out the show, what is on sale and what is not today? Well, the financial sector is on sale today. Energy is on sale today. Um, a lot of the recovery names are on sale today. Aerospace, you know, it's on sale. I see it Boeing down nearly 2%, Lockheed Martin down over 2%. Uh, when it comes to the financials, I see JP Morgan down 2%. I see a Goldman Sachs down 2%. I see Wells Fargo down 3%. I think those are all buys. I think they're solid names. Healthcare mixed results today. I think you can pick some healthcare up. It's a defensive sector and you're going to want it in the coming months, I think. Um, so definitely pick up a healthcare name. My favorites out of there right now, Bristol Myers, AbbVie, J&J, and Lilly. That's a solid company as well. Um, Now, Disney, I like it. I, you know, do you buy it? A lot of people have been asking about Disney. It's at 190 bucks a share. It's all-time highs are right around 199 now after a remarkable run uh, earlier in the week. I think you can uh, pick up some Disney, nibble on it. You know, don't go all in on it at these prices because it could have more downside. So, you know, if you have a goal of 50 shares, pick up 10 shares. And if it drops another two bucks, pick another 10 shares up and you'll have 20 shares at a cost basis right around, uh, you know, 98, 99 bucks. Um, so definitely uh, pay attention to that. So, I mean, not 90, 89 uh, $89 per share, not 99. What am I thinking? Either way, um, definitely uh, a solid company to check out. Netflix, if you want in the streaming game. I like Disney and Netflix, two of my top streaming stocks. I think you to check those out out the semiconductors fang stocks all rebounding the day once again i just think this is some buying prior to the more downside but i think you know you can buy salesforce here at 219 i like it it's nearly down five percent check it out um but that is going to be it for the watch list today thank you for listening to another episode of the running of the money podcast um and i will see you on monday but until then if you want to learn something, check out the options course below by an options trader with 20 years plus of experience. And trust me, he's very good at what he does. Excellent teacher. And it's not that expensive. It's not bad. It's under a hundred bucks for his, this course. So go check it out. Um, Link below. Solid, solid stuff there in that course. And if you want to make more money, options are awesome to make more money, especially when you learn how to trade them. But Thank you for listening to the show. Once again, I will see you on Monday. Until then, easily profit trade on. And that's about it. See you later.